Welcome to the Art of Vibrancy podcast. It's a place where inspired experts distill their brilliance down into simple, practical advice that you can use right away. It's eight minutes, it's four questions, and it's one practical piece of advice that you can put into use today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Art of Vibrancy podcast. Today, we are so fortunate to have a wonderful person with us, Megan Teltner. Megan, how are you today and where are you speaking from? I'm wonderful, Robin. Thank you for having me. I'm joining you from Toronto, Canada. Wow, that's such a long way away from here. Is it freezing cold there or is it what time of year is it there? I bet it is. It's springtime, but it's been remarkable. Today is 14 degrees. Oh, right. Above freezing. So it's, it's a beautiful, yeah. Celsius rather, it's a beautiful spring day. Lovely. Good. Well, it's absolutely pouring down here in northern England. So it's, it's how you imagine northern England, grey skies, you I, know. Yeah. I know yes, you said, you said yes. before you've been to Manchester, so you understand. Anyway, let's get on with this podcast. I'll just introduce you to my audience, Megan. Today's episode is called How to Make Healthy Living Wildly Simple. Such a great title, that. Megan Teltner is a Toronto-based author, speaker, nutritionist, and founder of the Academy of Culinary Nutrition. She's written two best-selling books, Undiet, Eat Your Way to Vibrant Health, and The Undiet Cookbook. I love that, Megan, Undiet. We must talk about that. Megan's success in cultivating a global community of undiet enthusiasts and culinary nutrition experts has garnered her a feature on Forbes and ranked her as one of the top 100 female entrepreneurs in Canada. Wow, Megan, that's quite something. <laughs> I'm very impressed. That's lovely. Okay, we're going to do the podcast interview. And as you know, it's four questions in eight minutes. And to keep us on track, I've even got a little timer here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's, that's, this is some but pressure now. <laughs> under pressure. Well, no, it just keeps me on track. So if we're going a bit too fast, I'll ask you another question. But if we're going too long, All I'll right. push you along a bit. <laughs> well, I prepared for this one, which I don't normally do, because I'm like, I'm going to meet his demands. <laughs> great, great. Right, let's see how close we can get it. <laughs> okay, Megan, your time starts now. What, in your experience, is the biggest problem that people face as they age with regard to staying healthy, well, and positive? So they know they want to change, but what are the roadblocks that they put in their own way? Right. So I think there's I've two parts to my answer. The first is that I think one of the biggest challenges we have is getting stuck in habits that worked for us in the past that may no longer be serving us. So as we age, we need to evolve our daily practices. So for example, I'm 41. I don't eat and live the way I did when I was 20. I don't eat and live the way I did when I was pregnant or when I was breastfeeding my son. And so being aware of that and constantly evolving your diet your exercise routine, your lifestyle practices, how much sleep you need, the people you have relationships with, how you converse, all of that is part. And that needs to continuously evolve and shift to meet the needs of our, of who we are, our body, our mind, our spirit today. And so I think the biggest challenge and roadblock is getting stuck in something that worked at some point or something you've been told is going to work for you, even though you continually have 
complete evidence that it's not working yeah. and being afraid to make those changes. Right, right. So you're saying people get stuck in either stuck in their old ways that they think they'll just keep living like this, but whilst they're aging, the proof is that they can't. Or stuff they've been told, uh, you should try this, you should do this. They get stuck doing it. It's obvious it doesn't work, but they carry on. So Exactly. Yeah, that's such good. That's so, I see this all the time as well, Megan. So question number two, what are the common mistakes and misconceptions that people have about solving that problem, about getting out of that rut? Right. I think the most common issue is that if a little bit of something is good, then more is going to be better. And that's not always the case because if we're dealing with a lifetime of health and we want longevity and we want to add life to our years, not just years to our life, more of something in you know a way we're sort of programmed to expect dramatic, aggressive results from dramatic, aggressive actions. And it doesn't work that way with our health if we're looking for long-term longevity. So if I were to say to you that, you know, having some shaga tea or reishi tea or taking vitamin D, for example, could be beneficial, that doesn't mean you have to have 40,000 IUs of vitamin D today. You want to have small amounts ongoing to build up to an optimal range for disease prevention. So I think one of the biggest challenges in how we've sort of been programmed and conditioned right now is that if a little bit is good, more is automatically better. And in most cases, that's not going to get you to where you want to go long term. No, I get that. So people need to be consistent and take small steps is what you're saying, not going wild and, oh, I'm going to, yeah. Vitamin D. Or what was that tea? What was the tea you mentioned? <laughs> I mentioned wild. We do wild, wild harvested medicinal mushroom tea because it's immune modulating. So it's a pretty safe, tonifying thing to consume. And so that's that sounds, yeah. that's that's what I think. And I think that we really just want to look at you know what our long term health objectives are and how we do it in a way that we can sustain the habit. So it's not suddenly waking up one day being like, I'm going to eat healthy, and you clear out everything in your pantry and everything in your fridge and realize I don't actually know how to eat yes. any other way. And you almost fail before you start. Yeah. It's about incorporating the right things into your life gradually. Yeah. Exactly. This uh, is such, so wise. I love this. Right. We've got four minutes left, just under four minutes. So okay. plenty of time. We're just doing nicely here. Question number <laughs> three, Megan, <laughs> you're doing great. What's the number one tip? that you could give to our audience to help them today. So a tangible, specific action that they could actually implement right away, straight after this, listening to this podcast, something they could do. So what I always say, and this is probably not the answer you're looking for, but if everyone listening has that one thing they keep putting off, they know they need to do to improve their health, write it down on a paper, put today's date, sign your name, and that's a contract to yourself to start doing it because every single person knows that one thing they can start doing that would have a dramatic impact on their health over the long term who don't do it. And I would guess that two very simple ones that most people would benefit from is drinking more water and less of everything else. You can have your herbal tea because, you know, you're English. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the other thing is to get more sleep. So where, you know, back in the forties, fifties, the average night sleep was around eight hours. I don't know the stat for the UK. I know here now the average sleep is anywhere from six and a half to seven hours. So we're just not getting enough deep sleep. Yeah. That being said, we like to focus on 
these little tiny things that we think are going to give us dramatic results when the reality is that focusing on the big picture stuff, what foods you're eating and preferably foods that don't have chemicals and aren't processed, how much rest you're getting, how much you're moving your body, how much fresh air and how much time in nature you're getting every day, how much relationship connection, enjoyment, love, hugs, all of those things are so vital and that will give you the 90% of the results you're seeking. And most of those take minimal effort. Wow. Yeah. That's why I'm missing hugs. It's uh, <laughs> with this COVID at the moment. So sleep, writing a contract with yourself for the, we all know what we should be doing. So choose one yes. and make a contract, more sleep and drink plenty of water. I've got a full glass here. Keep it going. Keep yourself. Well, I've yes, got a half so glass because I've been right. Oh, same size glass. <laughs> yeah, we're on a pint. Yeah. Right. We've got one minute, 30 seconds to go. This is just perfect. Your okay. final question today, Megan, is yes. what free resource would you like to share with our audience today? I have two to share. Great. The right. first two, is two, I would, one. from now through August, I'm teaching live free online cooking classes. And everyone's invited. They're at culinarynutrition.com forward slash kitchen and you register. We have a replay available. So if the time zone doesn't work out, we do them at 12 p.m. Eastern time, which I think will be around 5 p.m., maybe 6 p.m. your time. Yes. So dinner time, that works well. Or supper, I think you call it. Or tea, I don't know. Tea. But, uh, <laughs> Depends what but, uh, part of England so come and join that. We have hundreds of people joining live. It's such a high vibration, really fun, engaging, hour-long session. I give you all the recipes so you can go and make whatever I demonstrate in your own home kitchen. So go do that. Fabulous. And if you need something to do right away, go to culinarynutrition.com forward slash free training. And I have a free five-part culinary training where you learn how to make a banana chocolate chip muffin from scratch, right down to the chocolate chips you make from scratch. So it's a really fun complimentary training to, to embrace that idea of from scratch cooking where treats are fully allowed, but optimally you're making them in your own home kitchen. You know what the ingredients are, you know what's going into them, modify them to suit your taste and dietary needs, and you're good to go. How did wow, I do? Wow, talk about timing. That was fantastic, Megan. Yes. <laughs> the beeper just went <laughs> off. Oh, well, that's wonderful. And the cooking classes, can I come? Can I? I'm going to sign up for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I'm so into yeah. it. And I love that. Making things from scratch, cooking healthy meals. And I'm getting yes. all my family involved in this kind of thing these days. So, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. And the other freebie is, is making chocolate chip muffins from scratch. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free, free of all major allergens. So they are school Absolutely. safe, all that good stuff. Perfect. Perfect. And I talk about treats a lot with my clients. It's so important to treat yourself. But if you can have sugar-free, fat-free, or, you know, processed flour-free and all that. Anyway, Megan, that's eight minutes. We've had a lovely, lovely interview. On behalf of all my Art of Vibrancy listeners, thank you so much, Megan. We really appreciate you coming on the show today. Thanks a lot. And bye-bye. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out the Art of Vibrancy podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate us and leave a review. And I'll love you forever. And if you'd like to try my energy boosting, inflammation busting, 
brain and body food breakfast, head over to www.breakfastofbrilliance.com and download the recipe today. See you soon. Bye.